Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. His name is David Luke Flatman, commander of the Armies of the West, general of the Somerset regions, loyal servant to the true emperor, Thomas George Llewellyn Shanklin. Father to a noisy cat, husband to a vegan, and he will have a salad in this life or the next. It's time for Flats and Shanks. Hello everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Flats and Shanks. I'm David Flatman. I'm ill, Tom Shanklin. Oh no, you weren't going to mention it, were you? Well. Ill, as in what rappers used to say, <laughs> ill, like sick, like dope, like actually really good. I'm ill. No one says ill. I've never, ever heard that. I've heard him say sick, like, but not... Bro. I'm ill. Bro, you're not even part of the grime scene. You don't even know. Ill. You know Nas, the rapper, N-A-S, Nas, Nas? Yeah. His first album, Illmatic, one of the greatest hip-hop albums of all time. I'm ashamed to say this. I stole, and my family now know about this, I stole 10 quid off my little sister to go and buy that. I stole her pocket money to buy it. My dad sat me down. He's like, did you take your sister's pocket money? No. Did you take your sister's pocket money? Yes. Can she have it back? Technically, technically, no. I've bought a rap CD with it. You're very diverse because, you know, sometimes I look at you and I think, right, you are flat out. Farmer. Kenny Rogers. <laughs> in the car. I with, love your, with your tweed, with your bell bottoms, with your boots. I haven't got bell bottoms. You stop saying that. And then, I, and then you turn up the other day in Cardiff and you've got like a flat out tracksuit on uh, with Nike Air Maxes. Like, but then it's like a tracksuit which is skinny bottoms, skinny bottom tracksuit. Footballers tracksuit. Um, and I think, wow, you know, where's where's the middle ground? I can do it all, kid. And yeah, I, do, I, I do. I do farmer chic as well. Yeah. I do what I want. Does what he wants. I'm like Drogba, mate, when it comes to getting dressed. You know, when it gets but, yeah, dressed and music. Yeah, but I do what I want, and it's like in, I'll get in the car and I could listen to Dire Straits, London Grammar, although that sometimes makes me cry. Um, London Grammar, I could listen to Jay-Z, I could listen to thrash metal, anything. Thrash metal? Yeah. 
You can't even hear the lyrics and that. I can, just as long as it says destruction at least once per song of death, <laughs> I'm happy. I listen. I I don't listen to anything. I listen to stuff I like, but I like lots of You'd different. You'd be a stuff. really good spy. Yeah, Mr. Grey. You could blend in. Yeah, couldn't you? You'd Hello, blend Mr. Grey. <laughs> yeah, but I think being isn't twenty that stone 50, and bald wouldn't help. Shades. Yeah, right. I, I think being twenty stone and bald wouldn't be very handy. You need to be able to blend into the background. I can in my musical Hello. taste, but not in right, Russia. Yes, yeah, true actually. Have you seen that? During the a, Cold War. There's um, Harry Allen, one of the producers at Sunset and Vine, do all the BT Sports stuff. Is a, a friend of mine, and he's and yours actually. And he's uh, he like texted him. me last night, and he's like, "You've got to look." I think it's only in Russia. It's called this Twitter account, and it's it's <laughs> it's absolutely shocking. Like the, the stuff, it, it's very very good. Let me let me tell you exactly what it's called now. Crazy in Russia, it's called at Crazy in Russia on Twitter. Very, Videos very or messages? Videos and pictures. Okay, it's carnage, but it's really, really good. Some of it will make you cringe because you think someone's about to get hurt, but they don't generally. So, um, yeah. uh, I tell you, what I bumped into the other day at this school of hard knocks lunch was Darren Morris. Did you? Yeah, Chip and Chase for the big Lions. DM. Yeah, he's over in Dallas now coaching. Is he? He was in Russia, I think. Oh right. But now he's over in Dallas. Yeah, he seems oh, to pick up him. a good gig over there. Good on him. Yeah, nice place to go. But yeah, he was over for a bit. DM so with JR. Nice to see him. Mm. Yeah, he was the Chip and Chase merchant. What a player he was. Yeah. What a player. They were playing against him, him, um, Robin McBride and Ben Evans in a Welsh game, a Wales A or something. And you know, they were all, Robin, you had basically you had the three completely different human beings. Darren Morris was, he looked like a big pudding, but actually he was like a big bloke. He looked like not in great shape, but actually he was really mobile, mega skillful, hell of a player. He was skillful. Robbie McBride could have had his own horror movie. He, he was, just, was, yeah, he won Wales Amateur Strongest Man. Yeah, but he was just like, and he was just, he just had cruel intentions. Ye- years you know? ago, we, Dwayne Peel and I, we're both young and we went to South Africa, 2002 I think it was. We yeah. were like 20 maybe, or before that even. Uh, we 20 or 21 and Robin McBride was a one Wales's strongest man amateur strongest yeah. man and we passed his shop and we saw a load of butch dog food so he bought like 10 tins and put it outside his door <laughs> uh, did I, I did I tell I didn't tell the story about him the other day but we do oh yeah so anyway in this front row and then you had Ben Evans who was massive like massive bloke but he was so immaculately groomed that I was like I remember oh. I remember I look back and remember smelling him smelling of aftershave in a scrum. He didn't, but that's my memory. And seeing him after the game, massive unit, but just like just immaculate. He know? was used to be a nightmare to change next to because he used to love baby talc. Did he? Yeah, it used to be like a, you know, like the start of stars in her eyes when they come out from all the smoke. Yeah, he used to be like yeah. he used to put talc everywhere. Yeah, proper old school. Do you remember? Um, I swear, Robin my dad uses talc. Remember Gerald Arasa, who you know, obviously we know Gerald Arasa played for Saris with us. I remember I lockered next to him for a few years at Saris, and I remember him. A lot of people would apply body lotion or moisturizer after a shower to certain parts or all of their body. I remember sitting next to G, and we're all pretty close. And he is applying. I remember <laughs> he's literally applying. Um, he's rubbing it. I I don't know how to put this without it being really inappropriate. Um. He moisturised his body, I'm sure he did, but he, a particular part of his anatomy took great care to moisturise every square inch of surface area of, real, of real estate. <laughs> of every real estate. I'm not sure which is stranger, 
And I was Gerald like, doing that or you watched him do it? And I was like, gee, you're doing a lot of, do you normally moisturize that? And he said, he said, you got to take care of business, Flatsy. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to start doing that. I, I, I basically just do my nose and forehead because no one wants Parmesan cheese nose, do they? <laughs> <laughs> Where it looks like... <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Flicking your nose like that and Parmesan oh, cheese yeah. is coming off Bro. it. I, get, I think I don't do it, but I think I get beard rough. I think I get beard rough. If yeah. I wear like a navy or a black jumper, I get beard rough, yeah. which, which women and men alike love. I mean, they love it. Um, really. Big. But anyway, Robin McBride, I remember him. So the front, well, front row was me, Mark Regan and Julian White. So Ronnie Regan has a bit of a, I think he like puts the nut on Robbie McBride at a scrum and he's through a reset. And on the way up, Ronnie just used to nut someone or knee him on the way up. The rest is, come on boys, a reset. Just standing up, Ronnie just give you a dig, just to, just to annoy every, just to annoy you. And Robbie McBride said something like, you, you're a twat, you're a twat, you shut up, whatever it was. And then Robbie McBride said, I'll see you after. Ronnie, I'll see you after. And Ronnie said, what? He got very on, he had his arms around me and Whitey. And he's like, what, behind the bike sheds, is it? Gonna have a little snog, are we? <laughs> <laughs> it's like I remember just laughing and Ben Evans started laughing at Derek. We were just laughing. Robin McBride was seething. Yeah. He wanted to kill him. See you, can see you after. We'll be on the bike There's shed. There's nothing worse than that you, When you're aggressive like that, you want someone to be aggressive back, don't you? Yeah. But uh, and I, I remember, we're massive tangent now, but it's what we do, playing um, Bath against Bristol. And they had, we had Duncan Bell. There was this big, it came up from a scrum and it was a bit pushing and shoving and they had Darren Crompton at tight head and we had Duncan Bell at tight head. And, Steve Borthwick was arguing with one of the Bristol players, like having a shout of second row, you're a twat, you're a twat. And then he said something like, and Belly just said, Belly didn't say anything. And someone, the, the Bristol player, who was it? I can't remember who it was, turned to him and just said, you can shut up, you fat bastard. And Belly said, what have I done? I ain't done anything. And then Borthwick pointed at Darren Crompton and Belly, pointed at Belly, he's like, I'd rather have that fat bastard than that fat bastard. And DC was like, now what have I done? Yeah. <laughs> Don't bring like, me into it. Yeah, I wouldn't do nothing. Oh. Belly looked at DC and he's like, we haven't done nothing. Do you know what I saw walking back to my car after the England game at the weekend? Who? Uh, Chris Chesney. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, he was texting me actually. Yeah. He, he now looks like someone out of Game of Thrones. Yeah, he looks like Mountain out of Game of Thrones. Yeah, not as big. Um, but No, no one's as big. And he, he doesn't have a... He's got a squeaky voice. What? Oh, yeah. Flatsy? Right, He's not as masculine as the mountain. All right, mate. I played um, all right. Didn't I think I played all right? Yeah, but big grey goatee coming down. He looked like he looked like a, a baddie from a film. Yeah. But, and then you look like a night walker. So we're a right pair. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, lost a bit of weight, have I? Do you think Ta- you yeah. Mentioned it? Yeah, yeah. We mentioned it. I mean, Bear in mind now, this is the second part that we bring out weekly. Now, if you want to hear anything to do with the Six Nations and the rugby that's gone on during that weekend, you have to go on to our Six Nations ITV podcast. Yeah, um, We're not talking Six Nations on this whatsoever, but what we are doing is talking about weight loss. Yeah. And if that noise, had, by the way, you've heard it before, guys. It's Daisy the cat. And Daisy, what, shut it. And it, it is, am I thinking it is IBS or is it... <laughs> Are you on the thermoballs um, or stress or are you ill? I'm love. I'm love sick. Are you? Are you? I'm love Because you found your dog. No, I was alright about the dog. But if you want to find out what happened to the dog, tune into the, the ITV. Pod, it's, it's a hell of a story. Um, but I'm I'm love sick. Um, but that's fine. I just been put right off my food. I've gone down to twenty one stone. Look, you Shanks, you just hang here for a sec, okay, and tell people what we're going to talk about with the prem. And the other stuff, and I'm going to put Daisy the cat out because okay. this, this is real life, guys. That's fine. So, yeah, this week 
We will be talking about the Aviva Prem. Um, it's the only thing to talk about on this week's pod. We'll talk about Bass win against Northampton, 32-9. A couple of other surprising results. That epic Exeter Worcester, 6-5 to Worcester. Wow. I'm back, I'm back. Can't, couldn't get Daisy out, doesn't want to go out, so she might just make some noise, guys, sorry. Um, yeah, just saying about the Exeter-Worcester game, 6-5. They deserved it. Worcester were great. and um, I couldn't wait for that one, to watch that on mm. the uh, ITV highlights. Do you watch it? Channel 5, Tom. That's the one I meant. You bell. Well, we <laughs> we do work for both now, don't we? Yeah, and BBC. Yeah. So and BT Sport. All of them. I know. It's funny. Everyone's very friendly, though. It's all very... Everyone's chilled about working for different channels and all that sort of stuff. It's quite nice. It's freelance now, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. I'm just trying to... Uh, yeah. So, uh, where were you with the weekend? I was uh, after Dublin. I went to Dublin for the Ireland game, but it's funny because we got there and it got there on Friday night. And my like got a couple of mates texting. My mum's texting me. How's Dublin, darling? It'll be a nice time. Yeah. And it's like you're the Dilly D bars. It's like I got I got got to my hotel room at half eight, and I didn't leave it until eleven o'clock the next morning to go to the match. That is the reality of life on the road. I call it prep time. It's actually watching telly in my pants and getting room service, which is just heaven. Wasn't isn't it? Did you watch Altered Carbon? I think it's, that's what it's called, the new series on Netflix. No, I watched, okay. I finished off series three of, not any, I'm, I'm going to say this, I'm going to say I think it's the best thing I've watched since The Sopranos. And not only do I think that, Ricky Gervais thinks that. He said, what is he it? just series three of Gomorrah, I've watched all three of Gomorrah. It is just fantastic. It's brilliant. On Netflix? Yep. Okay. No, Sky box sets. Okay. It's absolutely brilliant. You got, it's got subtitles, so you've got to be able to read. Oh, nightmare. So you battle with that. But it, do you know why subtitled shows are good? It's because you don't look at your phone the whole way through it, because you can't. And you, you've got to sit and look at the telly, <laughs> which is not exactly a noble quest. But it No, I know what you mean. You have to concentrate fully yeah. for it. Um, yeah. It's a bit like going to cinema. You know, you don't check your phone at the cinema, really. No. You know, you're there to watch a film. So that's why I think it's Was I with you in the cinema that time when um, there was a group of lads that had been really noisy? Yeah. Oh, no, I was with um, my ex-girlfriend that I lived in when we lived in London and I was with her and these lads were like making loads of noise of four or five lads and they were like yeah we've done what we've done this one. Oh, have we yeah I killed them all yeah different story when, I killed you them. when you got outside no I did Bruce Lee I snapped all their necks like martial arts and they said something like wow man six shoes or I know but you, this, that's different that's where I screamed in a cinema oh right I screamed I, what's this one then I jumped it's when it was like right someone's got to tell them to be quiet but they were really loud and aggressive oh no no I don't think I've heard this one so I was like I remember sitting there sorry yeah sorry and she was like flats tell them to shut up I was like yeah, what I, don't, I can hear it perfectly <laughs> <laughs> tell them to shut up and then someone else looked over and said and said can you tell them to me because I was like I looked bigger than everyone yeah. else in the row sort of thing and I, in the end like they were like on their phones and I was like I just leaned over and I tapped this guy on the shoulder I was like boys any danger like what and I was like just be quiet like, they're like sorry man like, I was like completely worked my legs were like jelly I was like you know if I had to fight I would have fought to the death you know that yeah, yeah. Um, and I had weapons on me um, big time I had a lot of weapons on me but um, like what these two things I'm holding up my hands um, but it was I was like like licorice shoelaces yeah so I will go I will go gobstoppers which are really hard you can throw them I just put a house key in between my knuckles but I was like these this could end in tears but I had to do it I was backed into a corner and I had to tell them all to shut up and I did and it worked and I was like the hero. And then we walked out of the cinema. I was like, are they going to attack me? Are they going to attack me? So I took my, as I was walking out, I remember taking my watch off and stick it in my pocket. 
<laughs> so just in case I had to throw down and kick five heads in I, London style. I love the cinema, right? But I just, I hate noise. I hate it when people are just, I think we spoke about this before, just eating sweets next to me nonstop, um, rustling around in the bag, trying to find the ones at the bottom. Oh. It just, like, eat your sweets. That's me. Eat your sweets before the film starts. No problem whatsoever. Everybody finishes their snacks pre-film. But don't eat them the whole way through, making so much noise. Oh, my God. But you also know that they're the sort of person that's paced their snacking that you're not going to get on. Fact. You're just not going to get on. So you hate them anyway because they're not, they're not, they're NOSP. They're not our sort of people. Exactly. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Got it? Yeah. Um, so what else happened at the weekend? So you went to cover the Aviva game where? I went to the Twickenham Stoop to watch Quinns against Wasps and it was proper fascinating. So sitting there watching it, Carl Eastman got a red card and it was a fascinating thing because he's been defending really, really well. Like he's mega, he's little, but he's mega aggressive and strong and I like the way he defends personally and he got it wrong at the weekend. He accelerates um, into tackles. He's hard, he's brave and he's aggressive and I like that. Um, so he swung an arm into Morris, the fullback and as soon as he did it, I was sitting with Mark Durden-Smith and I was like, boom, as soon as he did it, I said, he is gone. He is gone. And I think they might have said, the TMI might have said to Barnsley, Wayne Barnes, have a look at that in a sec, Barnsley. And Barnsley might have let the play, was letting the play carry on. Yeah. Before that phase of play ended, Kyle put a massive shot, high shoulder shot, a high shot with his shoulder into Marcus Smith's chops and it all kicked off a little bit, handbags. So twice. The two, uh, he had, so he committed a red, potential red card offence while he was on basically waiting, they were waiting to have a look at his last tackle, which was a red card offence. Why he's on bail. So he's, yeah, he's on bail. So he's like, yeah, while he's on report. So he's like double red. So he, yeah, I mean, he had, he had to go, which is a great shame for the game, for him for the game. But then minutes after he left, you saw Marcus Smith rip through the midfield and they couldn't quite convert it. They got really close three or four times, Quinns, but couldn't score. Um, really good defence generally by Jack Willis in the back row, who was fantastic for Wasps, man of the match. But you think, are oh, they going to get shredded here, Wasps? Because Cipriani's lost his creative partner, his defensive partner, that sort of stuff. Oh, my days. Wasps were fantastic. Willie LaRue, Cipriani. How good is Rue. Willis? Oh, he's brilliant. I watch a lot of him in Anglo-Welsh because that's normally the only chance he gets because yeah. of they've got a lot of strength and depth and back row, haven't they? Yeah. But 
he's so he hits so hard. He's so good over the ball as well. Yeah, and it's not just being good over the ball, isn't it? It's about how you arrive at the ruck as well, because there's no point if you arrive late or you arrive early. Sometimes it's no good. You have to arrive at the exact moment. And he hooks his arms around players, you know, especially when yeah. they're trying to post the ball through their legs to stop the ball coming out. Yeah. Um, carries but, but carries well as well. You naturally know. big bloke as well, you know, so he doesn't need loads of condition to get himself up to um, a heavy weight. You know, he's got natural strength in him, isn't he? Yeah. Because you get a lot of players that they can have a cold or the flu and all of a sudden, then, you know, they're, they've lost uh, three or four kilos and look mm. nothing like what weight they should be. Yeah. Yeah. Like Tom Croft was a bit like that, wasn't he? Yeah. Sam Warburton's a bit like that. You know, they need a lot of condition to stay big whilst he's just thick set. He's not he's a nice size. He's a good size. And I don't I said this to you yesterday, wasn't I? You don't you don't wanna I'm not saying this guy's the next Richie McCaw, so no one say I'm saying that because I'm not, but a lot of what he does is sort of McCaw-esque. He seems to be able to do everything to a very competent level and consistently and doesn't give away loads of penalties. And it's very early, but I mean, geez, geez, he looked good. He looked really, really good. Like that, liked watching him a lot, and what wasp to win with fourteen men. I mean, Kyle got Kyle got sent off after sixteen minutes, mm. and that is just devastating for Quins. I mean, that was they were really poor. They got shredded defensively, even with an extra man. And it just it just still was a, a good really team out as well. You know, and you look at uh, Jamie Roberts marching in the centres, and normally yeah. when a team gets gets cut, it's normally because of the inexperience in the centres because yeah. centres play a, a huge role in in either blitzing or drifting. You know, they're the two that you need in the middle. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they have very good experience there. But when you have got someone like Cipriani with fastball pulling the strings, well, mm. we we speak about him nearly every other week about how good he is. Yeah. And he, he was he was fantastic. I mean, it's, it's his delay of passes which really surprised offences because you think he's going to hold on to it. All of a sudden then he puts someone through a hole. He delays it. He waits for it. I suppose defenders to make a decision on who yeah. they're going to take, and then the space opens up. But he's still got the he's still got the skill and um, the delivery of the pass to put players through the hole. But he didn't he didn't um, try and be a rock star because they had next because they're a man down. He didn't try and panic. He didn't panic. He didn't try and be a Shanklin. You're right. He didn't try and be a Shanklin. But no. he's he's announced today that he's leaving Wasp at the end of the season. Do you um, know where? Uh, don't know where actually. I've heard rumours of you know, one or two places, but they're all rumours. But you know we. Not been, not been, I'm not being smug about this, but you always find stuff out earlier when you're a player yeah. or an ex-player and knew about that around... Well, you speak to people. Yeah, yeah, I knew, I knew about that a couple of months ago, but just it's one of those things that people view people view that sort of information differently. I receive that sort of information and I don't feel an overpowering need to tell the world via Twitter or my podcast, our podcast or whatever, or on telly. Some people do and that's fine and it's fun when they do actually, if we're honest, because we like the information, but I think, well... You're just stirring the pot really, aren't you? Someone's told it? me that in... Whether it's confidence or not, they haven't said, please broadcast this. So I don't personally. So, But I just want everyone to know that I knew about it so they still think I'm cool. Yeah. Get me? That's, I remember you telling me, yeah. Um, and I told yeah. everyone. How about Bath against Saints on Friday night? Bashed them. First half was quite even, but Banahan just tore it up. Well, we night. thought we sort of thought Northampton had, had turned a little corner. Yeah. And they they had some really good performances, didn't they, in that Anglo-Welsh. Mm. Um, and not much has changed, you know, in their... Uh, 15 that they've selected you know they've still Ken Pesey has had a good couple of uh, weeks Stevenson at 12s looked pretty sharp Ryan Ark at 9 so a pretty 
strong team for Northampton. But it is just, a good team. Just taken apart though by it's not doing it by Bath. Banahan, I thought was great. Um, you find that though, like because he's leaving at the end of the yeah. season. How many players, when they're leaving at the end of the season, all of a sudden, you know, I suppose the pressure's off a little bit. They have for a spike, him. don't they? they? They just they just peak. Yeah, and 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 he'll probably have a spike when he gets to Gloucester as well. He's always he? been good though, isn't yeah, he? Of he's, he has. he's such a good um, player to have in your squad because he yeah. plays everywhere. You play him at 12, 13, 15, yeah. 14. With Priestland out. Burns looks really, really good. He's really taken that shot. Photo Ali, I thought, put some great hits in, defended really, really well. But I thought Tapawa and Hurrell, Tapawa are very different players, but through the midfield, they created dents and they just narrowed up Northampton beautifully. And you, when you see in front rowers running in tries, grinning, I said on the highlights show, it's like that is painful for a defensive but, line. Have you've a look at this. You've got, narrowed tw- in. you've got Twala at 15, you've got Ken PC, you've got Horn, you've got Stevenson, you've got Foden, you've got Francis. Didn't score any tries, and they're all really attacking players as well. Mm. So it shows you possibly how poor the Northampton attack was, but also how good the defence was from Bath. But also, yeah, good defence. But also, you know, you it's all very well getting a lot of good players on that. You got you got to coach them. You know, yeah, no, but but they're attacking players. You know, they they want to they want to attack. They've got good footwork. Yeah, they're elusive, and for them not to. Come up with one try whatsoever is, is quite disappointing. So yeah, I that up and down season for Northampton is just it just continues. That, but you know, again, I said this on the telly. So apologies if you listen to this. I'm repeating myself. But London Irish are almost not quite the new London Welsh. They're giving everyone a safety net. So while it's depressing to keep losing, it's not actually worrying. No, not at all. Because you know someone's going to go down. Not actually worried. I think, I think the, the results we can politely kind of gloss over a bit. London Irish nine, Sale thirteen. Not a good game. Not a great day. Not a great crowd, not much atmosphere, pretty depressing. Glad London Irish got a bon- losing bonus point, but the try they conceded to Strauss was just way too easy off the base of a scrum. Way, way too easy. Shouldn't be conceding that. You've got um, to make teams work to score tries. Haven't yeah, you? that was just way too easy. Gifting um, give teams tries is just soul-destroying as well because yeah. they don't have to work for it. It's like intercepts, isn't it? Yeah, it's killer. It's absolutely killer. And Saracens 25, Newcastle 3. I mean, it's... As Dirt as, as Dirty said on the telly, it's just a regulation win for Saris. It was br- brutal day, horrible weather. It's a regulation win, but let's not forget Newcastle won been, the last ten games. Yeah, have been a huge surprise, I think, this season. Yeah, to play as well as well as they have. I'd love to, I'd to love win them as to be many games four. as they have. I'd so. love them to be in the top four. It'd be great. Yeah. It, it, it was a pretty regulation win. Saris a bit too powerful. Barrington really, really good um, at loose head, and he's he's a bit of a favourite of mine because he's you know basically. Loves to crack as well as loves playing a bit. Yeah. So he, he had a really good game and scored from 75 metres slash centimetres. Um, but we'll first, we'll go to Exeter in a minute, but let's go to Gloucester, beat Leicester 24-17. And Matt O'Connor said that it was a Logo Mulapola yellow card that cost his team. And of course, they've lost by seven points and they conceded 10 points while he was off. So he's got a point. But I still felt like Gloucester looked like the better side and I still felt like they would have won that match whatever that means and Trinder looks sharp yeah, Ludlow looks sharp and Jason Woodward is just calling him phenomenon is lazy that, that's too hyperbolic but I think he is a genuinely special player at he has he has to play fullback though yeah I don't I don't like seeing him on the wing because he's not a winger he's better than a winger I, and I don't mean that disrespectfully I mean, too he's late got, you've said it now he's got he's got more of a skill set suited to 15 than winger right, is, yeah. is what I mean um, he can play wing just as well but you want him in the game as much as possible because yeah. he's he's got a good passing game because he's got a good offloading game because he's got a good kicking game um, because he's a difficult man to stop. You want him with the, his hands on the ball more so than on the wing because when you're at 15, you know you can counter attack far more. 
And you don't want him getting the ball when his space has gone, which happens to wing no. a lot. Do you know what was um, quite strange? Was the Scarlets losing to Benetton in their Pro 14. Now, Scarlets mm. were top of conference B, I think. Now they've gone down to two, uh, number second. But um, missing so many players through international duty. Yeah. You know, they, you, the lot, aren't they, really? <laughs> like, it's crazy. The number there was players. nine playing yeah. starting 15 for, for Wales. Even more so, I think there's 10 or maybe... 11 or 12 or on 16 the, on the and bench. starting 15 yeah. so you're not going to have the strength of depth and they, they lost to Benetton which is a bit of a shame but it's not a true reflection of where they are mm. um, just you know, annoying it is just annoying good for Benetton but it's just annoying it's, it? yeah, well, Benetton it's were good. missing a load of players as well it's good, it's good for Wales because hey Benetton were missing a load of players almost a whole forward pack don't come with that mate not as many as the Scarlets okay not far off so don't come with that um, but yeah so Scarlets have lost it blue, the, lost blue, it. the Blues won against the Cheetahs Pretty decent. Um, yeah. Happy with that? Yeah. They should have won, really. I mean, it's tough. Of course, they should. I mean, they had um, Nick Williams play pretty well at eight. He so always he's plays well. Yeah, but he had a better he had a, a better game, a more influential game. And Ellis Jenkins in the back row as well. That was how a, old, how old that was, is I suppose, he now, a big difference. Um, 40, 42. <laughs> no, not a He's not as old as to Alfa Felice. No. Not as old as Big Foul. No. The Tongan giant with the gold teeth. Yeah. And, 8% body fat at 20 stone. <laughs> yeah, and veins in Loves his arms. KFC. Doing shoulder press with 60 kilo dumbbells like it ain't even a thing. Um, right, let's talk about the big result, Tommy, which is Exeter 5, Worcester 6. Yeah. Wow. Sounds like a terrible game. Actually wasn't. Really, Worcester really deserved that. Brutal over the breakdown. Really, really good in contact. Exeter not, just not at it. Just not accurate. Didn't look sharp. Haven't seen them play like that for ages. Um, and I think Rob Baxter after the game talked about his team being up, out-muscled and when your coach says that that's a rifle up the backside isn't it? Yeah. That's, you don't want to hear that. It's strange they got out-muscled because you look at the team that started and you've got Ewers you've got Don Armand you've got Waldrum Cowan Dickey yeah, right? Proper job. Woodburn not yeah. many people out-muscle him um, Witten at 13 mm. Strong Proper blow. job. Yeah so fair play to the Worcester Warriors. thought the back row, the Worcester back row were really good. Faust, Saliva, Lewis, Van Veltzer thought they were really, really sharp. And when you've got, I'm completely biased because I was a prop, but just Worcester just looks so much more like winning when Shonut plays on the tight head because they just, they just don't go backwards. They've always got good ball to play with and the opposition never quite get to do what they want from set piece in attack because he can be destructive and he can stop people going where they want to go. So, And Bryce Heem again, I thought he looked fab up against... Ollie Woodburn, one of the form wingers in the league. I thought the guy's team had a great game and I've not seen him have a bad one actually. So that's a great win. And and uh, Carl Hogg said he's, well, they're, they're either, he's leaving or whatever it is, but he's leaving Worcester at the end of the season. And I think they will, I don't think he will struggle for a job because you speak to the Worcester boys, you speak to the Gloucester boys he coached before that and they say as a forwards coach, he's really, really good. A great guy, great man. I suppose when you're looking a for a coach, coach you, you want some character references, don't you? Yeah. So you speak, we, we speak, if you ask someone on telly, is he a good coach? No one's going to say no. But when you speak to lads on touchlines and on WhatsApp and yeah. mucking about on email and at the pub sort of thing, you then that's when you know and they yeah. all say he's brilliant. You know, some, so-and-so should get him back. Gloucester should get him back. Someone should take him. So I think he's going to be just fine. I think it's time for our Leo Vegas bet of the week, Tommy. Yes, um, it is time, mate. I think I'm gonna. I would like us to bet on Newcastle against Bath on Friday because I think that is a tricksy, tricksy little fixie. 
Yes. And I think Newcastle will be hurting after getting pretty much dismissed by Sarries last weekend. Yeah, and Bath will be pretty confident off the back of their win. So, yeah, big game, mate. I can see why he chose it. Mm. Um, I actually don't know which way I think it's going to go. I think Newcastle. Do you? Yeah. But this one's down to you. I know. I actually think, as soon as you say I think Bath are going to win, people sound biased because I played for Bath. They're not. I think, I still think Bath will win that. Yeah, well... Newcastle could definitely win, but I think Bath will win. And I'm going to say Bath by three points. So I, don't, I think it'll be very tight. Okay, so Bath, Bath by to, three. Bath to beat Newcastle by three points or more. Having that? Yeah, that's All fine. Right. Good luck to me. So that brings our podcast to an end. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is a short and sharp one, but you know why, because it's the second one Daisy, out. be quiet. Stop embarrassing me in front of my friends. We've got the noisiest cat in the world, man. What's the matter with her? We had two cats and one of them sadly passed. I think she's unhappy. Um, Do you stroke her? Via a Peugeot 306 in town, which was horrific. One of the worst days of my life. He was super noisy. Daisy never made a sound. And as soon as Henry died or was killed, Daisy became the loudest cat in the world. She inherited his voice box. And it's, boy, it is relentless. In the morning, she, she wants to wake up and go out. She will howl until you come downstairs and let her out. She's got a cat flap, won't use it. You've got, to, you've got to stroke them and love them, though. I'm mate. allergic to cats. They get loads of strokes from and horses. Just every yeah, oh yeah. Went to Tins's house, didn't we? Um, I was allergic to his racehorse. I'm a sensitive guy. Right. Um, anyway, see you around, everyone. Ta-ra. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.